sometimes that's the reality of things. It starts as a joke or it starts as a small little thought. And all of a sudden you, you find yourself three months later, a month later, like, okay, you know what? I actually wish that this could all be done and I could quit this and this isn't for me anymore. Okay. A lot of entrepreneurs don't continue their path because of these emotions. Welcome to the Connect Her podcast for female entrepreneurs that are ready to level up personally and professionally. Here at Connector, we believe you are always one connection away from your next life-changing opportunity. So buckle on up and join us as we connect you with the most sought-after experts who will be sharing their exact strategies and experiences that helped them reach success. We're your hosts, Sam Conaway and Rachel Haig. We are the brains behind Connector, which is not your typical boring PitchFest networking community. And we have transformed the lives of over 10,000 women through events, mentorship, and of course, connections. Let's dive in. Can I get a boo? Yeah. <laughs> What is up, Connectors? Welcome to another episode of the Connector Podcast. Today, it is just me for a solo episode where we are going to be talking about an old friend of mine, and we are going to be talking some crap about her because she was not the best of friends with me, but we have made peace, and we're going to bring her up again. Her name is Burnout. Her name is exhaustion. Her name is anxiety. Her name is just yikes. <laughs> I'm sure maybe she is an old friend of yours. Maybe she is a current friend that will not get out of the way of your life right now. I don't know where she's at in your life or where she's been or if she is on the move to come and step into your life. But she has been around the block, okay? She's been around the block a time or two. And I want you to sit with me for a second, because what if, as a high-performing woman that you are, listening to this podcast, what if everything that you've heard about being a high-performance female entrepreneur, the grind, the hustle, everything is actually wrong? The fact that more is good, and if you're working harder is better, and I think that society has started the shift of self-care and nurturing and all of the rest and relaxation and how that's a superpower. And we're going to dive into that even deeper today because I come from a place of having that understanding, right? Everybody tells you that you got to rest, you got to relax, blah, blah, blah. And that's how you're going to be better. However, I did not listen. I had the understanding, but I did not listen. So here's my experience trying to do the hustle, the grind, maybe trying to implement some relaxation here and there, but still feeling tired, burnt out, exhausted. Okay. Maybe you're somewhere in between like I was where you know the stuff, but you haven't implemented or you try to implement here and there, but it's not working or you're sitting with a good friend called burnout and she won't just leave. She won't get out of there or she's on her way. So wherever you're at right now, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our experience with it and we're going to figure out some solutions here together. So first, sit with this. Now imagine you're in a race car. You are going 150 miles an hour and maybe you are driving somewhere right now listening to this podcast and you're like, shoot, yeah, like I'm in my race car right now going 150 slow down if that's the case you will get there but if not 
Imagine yourself. You are a race car driver. You're racing down the highway. You are going to Chick-fil-A to pick up your nuggets and your french fry combo pack. It is a good day. They got extra Chick-fil-A sauce there waiting for you. So you are going 150 miles an hour. Your engine is roaring. Your adrenaline is pumping. You are hangry. It is not a good day to be in the car with you because you are hangry. Okay, this is you. You're the race car driver and this is your car. Now, what happens if you are ready to get to that Chick-fil-A? You see the destination, but along the way in the past couple of weeks, you had not refueled your car. What is going to happen? You never took a pit stop. You never put the gas in. And now you are about two miles out from your destination where you were meant to be. And the car runs out of gas while you're hangry on the way to Chick-fil-A to get your golden nuggies with the sauce. The machine, it's going to sputter, it's going to slow down, and it's going to come to a halt. And high-performing women are a lot like this high-performance car. And if we don't take that rest or that pit stop, that destination of success a.k.a. Chick-fil-A, that destination, we ain't gonna get there. So let me take you back a little bit to a personal experience of mine outside of this Chick-fil-A experience that really hit me. And a few years ago, I found myself deep sitting there with my girl, burnout. I was juggling work, family, personal goals, trying to make friends, saying yes to everything, going above and beyond on all the things that I thought I was supposed to be doing, and a never-ending quest for success. I thought if I push harder, if I work longer, if I sleep less, if I just drink that caffeine, I know it's 6 p.m. right now, but I got some stuff to do, and if I just kind of push it out for a few more hours... And then I wake up early and I try and do it all again. I squeeze the gym back in. I will achieve more. That's what everybody tells you, right? Keep going, keep pushing. But what happened, similar like my experience of going to Chick-fil-A, I hit a wall and my body was not working the way my body or my car should have been working. My energy was depleted. My creativity was not creating. And I was running on fumes. It was like a task that would normally take me two minutes to do was starting to take two hours long. I was wondering, what is happening to my brain right now? Why am I not able to perform? And the amount of guilt, the amount of shame, the amount of the voices in my head saying, I am not getting enough done today. I am a slacker. I did not push myself enough. I must not be good as so-and-so compare yourself on Instagram. I can't even close any sales. My product must be awful. I don't even want to be on these calls. Or I'd be explaining things to certain clients. I'd sit there and be exhausted. And I was not present in the conversation. And I was attempting to motivate myself through fear, through guilt, through anxiety. And what would happen is I would wake up every morning with a flood of stress. And when I would go to sleep at night, I could not turn off. My mind would race and race. And it was like, please just give me a second to just be. And I could not find it. And it was a continuous loop of 
emotional self-abuse, a pattern of self-sabotage. And I realized in these moments that there was an undeniable truth that I didn't have to go through life feeling like this. The truth was that rest to me, I thought was a luxury. I will rest when X, Y, and Z is complete. I will rest when I get all of this work done. I will rest when I reach this amount of financial gain or this amount of client success or this amount of blah, 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 insert your, I will rest when here. And I learned that rest was not that luxury that I was going for. It was actually a necessity. It was a necessity I needed to plug into my day-to-day life in order to achieve more. And I learned I needed to tap in to what I call a feminine nature, right? If we're constantly in a hustle, a grind, a do mode, I love those modes. I'll be real with you. I freaking live for them. And when I have the energy to do so, I like to tap into that badass, let's freaking go, hustle, grind, push, discipline, all that. I love it. And I'm sure if you're a high-performing woman as well and you're hearing this and you are in alignment and you are crushing it and you built up a ton of momentum and you're going, it does feel good until it doesn't, right? Until you're in that race car going to Chick-fil-A and you realize you did not fuel up that race car going 150 miles an hour and you have that adrenaline rush getting to your destination, if you never hit the destination, that doesn't feel very good. But if you are fueled up, then let's hit the gas, right? And so that feminine nature, that creativity, that play, that insightfulness, that spontaneity, this is all things that I emotionally needed to attune myself to right? So if you're at a place where you're sitting with your girl, her name is Burnout, we'll call her B.O. because she deserves it. If you are sitting with B.O. right now, it may feel like you're spinning your wheels and not making any progress. You're driving to Chick-fil-A and it ain't going, but it's not stopped, right? But the wheels are going, they're spinning. However, you're in one place, So you're having engine problems or whatever. I don't really know much about cars, but for some reason you ain't going forward, but the wheels, the wheels are spinning. Okay. Or you're having trouble focusing on your tasks that you have. There's moments where you feel like you can get a ton done. And then there's some moments that you feel like I cannot concentrate or you feel like you're drowning from what used to look like a couple of things each day. Now it feels like a sea of tasks. It feels impossible to breathe or take a break. There's this heavy weight on your chest, okay? Now I want to talk about even deeper signs of burnout. And these are the ones that people don't really talk about because they're a little bit more subtle and they start to creep up on you. But when you slowly have one or two, every once in a while, it's like, no, meh, whatever. But then they start to compound every single day. They compound more and more. So what that could look like is feeling like every day is starting to feel like a bad day. And if we don't have the awareness, that's simple to just overlook. When you're constantly having negative thoughts and it's a bad day every day, right? So if that starts to happen repetitively, 
that's not what we want you to feel working in your business. It could also look like a feeling of disinterest or you're unenthusiastic about your work, right? So when you got into entrepreneurship, when you started to focus on your passion and your purpose and start to create a business from it, I'm sure that there was a moment that it felt like you were on fire. And I'm sure that there's still moments that feel like you are just so excited. And along the way, if you're feeling disinterested, unenthusiastic, it's not because you're not in your purpose or passion. It could be because you have been burning the midnight oil for so long that we just need a little bit of a break, a little bit of perspective. If you are developing a short temper and snapping at minor things. Okay, this is something I was very guilty of. I'm not really an angry person. However, I start to feel very distracted and things that normally wouldn't make me feel upset started to get under my skin. And I was like, where is this coming from? Right. And it's when you're overwhelmed, your nervous system is not at a functioning state. Moments where you're wishing you could quit. I would joke about this Uh, A couple of years ago, I'd joke about this. I'd be like, oh, like, I can't wait to quit this. I'm so over it. And it started as a joke, but then all of a sudden it started to spiral into, no, actually, I think I hate my life right now. And sometimes that's the reality of things. It starts as a joke or it starts as a small little thought. And all of a sudden, you you find yourself three months later, a month later, like, okay, you know what? I actually wish that this could all be done and I could quit this and this isn't for me anymore, okay? A lot of entrepreneurs don't continue their path because of these emotions. If you're constantly procrastinating or self-sabotaging, right? You have a ton of sales calls ahead of you and you start self-sabotaging them. You tell them, hey, I need to reschedule. Or you have a ton of work that you know would make you money. However, you start procrastinating them because you want to self-sabotage them. Feelings of isolation, too. That can come up like nobody understands what you're going through. Maybe you don't feel pride in your work anymore or you feel like you're losing sight of yourself and your goal. That could be a big one. A sense of failure, self-doubt, when the self-doubt creeps in, I'm just failing at everything. Again, these loop-de-doos of BO, burnout, <laughs> of her coming in and kind of sprinkling all of this into your life. And it really feels helpless. You feel trapped and you feel defeated. And I want you to know, if you are sitting with our girl BO right now and you're feeling any of these emotions, you're not alone in that. You're not alone in that, and that does not disqualify you from being able to be that person that achieves their dreams, okay? It can feel extremely defeating when your wheels are spinning, but you're not moving. It can feel helpless when you have so much self-doubt and you are blinded by feeling failure. You can feel trapped if you feel isolated, if you're getting short-tempered, if you're not excited about the day anymore, trust me, you are not alone in that. And that is just our girl, B.O., coming in and trying to knock you off your path of going to Chick-fil-A. And I'm here to get you back on your path. So think about your favorite pasta, okay, or your favorite food ever, whatever. Let's say pasta because I love pasta. I love mac and cheese. So we'll think of a nice, yummy plate of mac and cheese. And it's from Panera, oh, my favorite Now imagine this 
gooey, juicy, creamy, yummy plate of mac and cheese is waiting for you at Panera. And they give it to you. You've all excited. You've been waiting all day for it. And they don't put any cheese on it. So it's just a plate of noodles. Now imagine that the secret sauce of that Panera plate of mac and cheese is what enhances the flavor of your success. Your pasta would not be mouth-watering and delicious without that secret sauce. And secret sauce is this rest, is finding rest, is finding ways to feel that feminine into nature instead of going hard, hustle, push. How can we refuel? How can we add our favorite sauce to our favorite pasta? And it's during the moments of stillness and rest and recharge is when our nervous system is at a place where we can make the highest alignment of decisions. When we have a sense of rest and recharge and we're making aligned decisions, that's when we get back to a place of feeling creative, of feeling inspired, of feeling pride in our work, of feeling our goals living inside of us is when we have confidence, excitement. We want to talk about our product. We want to talk about our service and we want to do those things, okay? Because burnout and BO, she causes you to feel as if the entire world is against you. And everyone is unique when it comes to BO. (laughs) I'm really trying not to giggle whenever I say that, but I think I like adding it in there because she deserves it. We call her BO. (laughs) And it can affect us in different ways. But what are some things that we can do? So first, what I would do and what I do in these moments is when I'm really at a place of depletion or I'm feeling any of the things that we talked about earlier, I get out the journal. And I figure out what are my highest values in life? Well, I value my family. Okay. So when was the last time I spent good present time with them? Well, yesterday, yesterday at dinner. Okay. Yesterday at dinner. And would you say that was a present moment? This is a conversation I'm having in my head, by the way. And I would say maybe, you know, I was thinking about this certain project and this task and I was a little stressed out. I didn't really engage much with them. So I would probably say that wasn't very present. And then I would say back to myself, okay, so if it wasn't very present, how do you want to show up? If this is something you value a ton, how would you like to show up? Okay, well, I would really love to be engaged. I'd love to play and and laugh and talk about things that are of interest to them too and really make great conversation. Okay, so if that's something that you value and is important to you and you haven't done that for a while Maybe this is a reason why you're not feeling completely aligned right now. And the answer would be, okay, of course. So I approach everything with curiosity and I don't shame myself. Okay, I was not present at my last family dinner, the probably the ones for brunch before that during this time. So how can I make a shift now? How can I explore this and start to come back into this to a new goal if this is something that I value? Okay, what's my next value? So if Number one is family. Number two, I really value business and my purpose and things that I'm supposed to be doing here. Okay. So, you know, if that's a value to you, how much have you really enjoyed working lately? Oh, well, 
if I'm being honest, not really many of the days I'm really tired and I'm exhausted. Okay. And that's how I start to discover, okay, what are my top values? A, am I living in them in the ways that I want to feel each day? Do I feel excited? Okay. If I'm not, that's fine. Let's figure out what's going wrong. Okay. So that's the first thing I do is journal that and explore and have a good relationship with myself and a good conversation with myself that has trust and uh, I'm just willing to be open about it. Next is what are some goals that I want to start achieving in the next 12 months? So in the next year, we're about to step into the brand new year. What do I want that to look like? What do I want to feel like? What is my purpose and my values going to really emulate there? And what is under my control that I can change, right? There's a lot of things that we don't control. And one thing we can control is how we show up and the energy that we carry and what's going to make me feel happy and energized. And what do I have to let go of or what do I want to let go of or need to let go of to make room for what is properly aligned? Not necessarily more. Rachel and I actually, we went through a phase where we were doing way too much saying yes to way too many things and we decided to just strip it all wait for 30 60 days and just take a pause we took a pause from even taking any income in brand new income in we just said we need a moment of rest and we need a moment of peace and we need to rediscover what we want to be doing because right now, in this moment, we are living in our purpose, but neither of us are happy. So it's not our aligned purpose. Okay, there's a difference. You could be doing what you're meant to be doing, but it could also not be completely aligned with how you want to feel each day. And so we took a whiteboard session. We wrote out everything we were feeling. We wrote out tons of different ideas. We wrote out solutions. We wrote out, if this is the solution, what is the energy going to carry for this? And we just mapped it out and it was messy. It had no structure and it was amazing. Okay. So if you need a whiteboard day, and we probably did that for three weeks in a row, every single day. And every day we came to a different conclusion. It was crazy. We came to a different conclusion every day. And we were like, this is it. This is the one. And so then when we thought we found our conclusion, we'd say, okay, let's wait on it. Let's wait on this for a few days and let's see if this is what we want. And a few days from now, a few days would pass and it would change. It would literally change. And so we just continued to do that until we started to find the right answer and the right answer would come to us. So that was how we got the clarity in those moments. We recently actually asked our female entrepreneurship community what do they do to recharge each day in order to avoid burnout, okay? So maybe you're not experiencing burnout right now, or maybe you are and you want to figure out some solutions to kind of defer away from burnout and not really have that in your life anymore. So Lindsay, she wrote, she has daily dance parties. And if you know anything about me, I love Pitbull. <laughs> I love Pitbull music. You can say what you want. And you know what? There's a lot to probably be said, but I don't really care because his music, the beat to that, it just does something that gets me wanting to dance. I love Pitbull so much that Rachel actually came to my birthing of my child 
she came dressed as Pitbull because I was so terrified. I was scared. So she put on a bald cap and we listened to Pitbull. And I actually like I gave birth listening to Pitbull because it gave me so much joy. So we might not share the same passion for music. (laughs) However, I do agree with Lindsay having those daily dance parties. It just gets you out of your state. Okay, there's an energy state that we carry each day. And if we can carry the state of joy, excitement, fun, dancing is the quickest way to not only move the blood around, but also the energy around in our bodies. I actually personally will jump up and down and do just a form of fun, excitement state before going on stages or before going on sales calls or before going on big meetings. Sometimes I also go into deep meditation. So it depends on the circumstance, but I like to have fun. And we have fun through dance parties. Bianca, she said, I practice by taking breaks from social media often. When you take breaks from consuming information, it creates clarity and allows you a peace of mind. And I really liked this one from Bianca because she's so right. There's consumer culture of being on social media and just taking in and We get to a certain point where eventually all of that information, amazing to have. However, if none of it's putting into action and we're overwhelmed by the information, nothing gets done. It's it causes too much. So to actually create is going to be that superpower, too. And to take that break from social media. I know that Rachel and I, we both do that. And it does allow such a peace of mind, especially if you get caught up in doom scrolling or comparison loop. It's good for that as well. Brittany says, my lifesaver has been to make time for my hobby. I love going hiking with my friends a couple times a week, and it doesn't matter how busy or stressed out I am. This is something I don't let myself skip out on. Get in community. Get with your hobbies. That is actually something that our Expert Circle Mastermind students We ask every single one before they come in is, what is your hobby and do you make time for it? And they're like, why are you asking me that? We're here for to talk about business. And it's because if we don't take those breaks and we're not able to flex our brain or our body in ways that are passionate other than our business, then it's hard to constantly do one thing every 24 hours a day, right? So we want you to be lit up about multiple areas in your life because when you have that healthy break and you come back to something, then that's when you're more passionate about it. So I really liked that from Brittany. Jan says she exercised daily. Sometimes it's a small walk, but that sometimes leads to her building up to what feels good. So that could be going for, I'm just going to go for five minutes, but it feels so good outside. So you go for 15 or 20 or, or you decide to start running, right? So the hardest part of daily exercise is getting yourself out the door with your shoes on ready to go. If you can get yourself there and just make a micro commitment of, I'm just going to walk five minutes or I'm just going to lift for 20 minutes and decide, hey, I actually feel really good. I'm going to keep going and make that a non-negotiable and make those micro commitments, that could help as well too, okay? Because I know sometimes it's like, ah, like I really don't want to, I I can't do it. Just make a micro commitment to yourself and see if you can push into, okay, I'm finally here, I feel good, let's keep going. Next, Stacy says she journals negative thoughts and assesses what is true, what is false, and what is I don't know. I think that's really powerful too. Journaling in any form gets that information out of your brain, puts it on paper so you can reassess and reanalyze. 
And as soon as you do that, there's almost a peace of mind. As soon as I started journaling at night, that's when I was able to sleep a lot better too. It's like I was releasing all of this friction that was going on in my brain. And then Tina says, set boundaries for yourself. It can be hard to say no to a friend or a family member or a client, but it can be a necessity for my mental well-being, okay? These are huge. Having boundaries, being able to say no, being able to say yes to the things that you want to do without feeling that guilt or shame. So in conclusion, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but rest is not a sign of weakness. It is not a sign of weakness. Rest is a strategic move in your business, in your life, in your happiness, in your health. I want you to imagine your mind as a garden. If you continue to plant seeds everywhere, this project, this task, this client, this follow-up, this new project, all of these different seeds without ever watering the soil and ever giving it a rest to let those seeds come and spurt, then eventually the nutrients in the soil begins to deplete. The soil starts to dry out. The flowers that were there start to wither. And the newly planted seeds never spurt. Without that water, without you taking time for you, you are the water that brings these seeds to life. And if that water cannot pour onto your garden, or if you have too many seeds that is depleting the nutrients, then all of a sudden, the flowers that you have start to wither. And those seeds that you're planting, they never grow. Recovering from burnout is going to take some time. Just like when you're on a weight loss journey, if that is a journey that you're on, it takes, you know, when you're making a baby too, it takes nine months to create that baby throughout the pregnancy. And to think that you're going to get your body back in three weeks, six weeks, it takes nine months to get there. Give yourself that time. If you have taken six months to get to this place of extreme burnout, where maybe you're experiencing everything I just mentioned, it's not going to happen overnight that you're automatically, quote unquote, fixed or better. But what you can start today is focusing on the small things. Those small things compound. It makes a big difference, okay? So I know from personal experience, working 16 hours a day is not going to get you closer to your goals. Driving the race car to Chick-fil-A and never stopping for gas along the way is not going to get you closer to Chick-fil-A. It's going to get you to a halting point. And we got into entrepreneurship. We got into building businesses because we wanted more joy, happiness, fulfillment, freedom. And your business does not have to be a constant hustle. What your business can be is a sustainable journey that you enjoy and you love each day. And in order to get there, we have to embrace rest as a powerful ally. Her name is Rest. I want you to kick B.O. to the side, and I want you to bring rest in as your ally, as your unit, as your friend. She loves you. She's going to take care of you. She's going to show you the path to your greatness. 
And in order to accept her in, we need to start letting go of burnout. We start to form these unhealthy, toxic connections to burnout. And it's not our fault. It's what our brain, our brain forms these neurological pathways to burnout, doing the things we think we're supposed to do. In order to make money, I have to work really hard. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's the pathway that has been set in your brain. And we need to slowly strip away and move burnout out. No more BO. And we've got to bring in rest. She is there for you. Okay? So as we step into this brand new year, I hope this perspective shift helps you step in to your greatness, step into who you are meant to become. And I hope you see her as your ally, as your friend, as your companion, as your guider. She is here to help you. So thank you for joining me today on this journey to Chick-fil-A. I hope we all get there. And until next time, take the time to rest, recharge, enjoy the holidays, enjoy some time to yourself, find new perspective, journal your goals, step into this brand new year, being the greatest version that you can be. And it's a journey to get there and maybe it's never ending, but I am so excited to see what we do together. And if you found this episode helpful, send me a message in the DMs or write a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Connect Her podcast. We are your hosts, Sam and Rach. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to show your support, make sure to connect your friends with your favorite episode, leave a review, and download that favorite episode for later. And remember, you're always one connection away. We'll catch you in the next episode.